Welcome to What We're Made Of. I'm Tanya Taylor, your host, and I have a really great guest today. I'll start out by telling you that this. Sometimes a workout is more than just a workout. For Amy Rosa, the owner and instructor of Fit for Mom Chapel Hill, exercise classes are a tool to build an incredible community of support among mothers, which is very important. For candlelight yoga classes at the Parlor Chapel, one of my favorite spots in Chapel Hill, home to the previous podcast guest, Yvette and Amy, have been described as magical. Amy's passion for building a village of support for mothers has catapulted her Fit for Mom business to tremendous success in its first year. So Amy, welcome to What We're Made Of. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. I'm happy to be here too with you. You're going to inspire me to work out. <laughs> um, first of all, tell me a little bit about who you are and then um, you know, get into some of our questions for you today. So I grew up in upstate New York. <clears throat> Right outside of Albany, in a town called Niskuna, and but, um, I never heard of. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went to undergrad at Cornell, mm-hmm. so you know, sort of growing up and all through undergrad was in New York. Yeah. And then after graduating, <clears throat> I had studied abroad for a semester in college. I had a COVID travel bug. So where were you when I studied abroad? I was in Australia. Oh wow! Yeah. Totally caught the travel bug, and then after graduation, thought like, "Well, if there's any time to travel more, do it when I'm 22, and I don't care if I'm living out of a backpack or, yeah. you know, eating bologna sandwiches for me, all my meals." So, uh, some girlfriends and I moved to London. <laughs> so you had that in common too. On a work visa, and I did a variety of interesting jobs. What did you live in? I lived in Clapham Junction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I zone, zone two, I guess. Zone two on the yeah. tube, yeah. And, uh, you know, did a bunch of traveling. Didn't have any type of glamorous job, you know. I um, was everything from a bar back at a restaurant, <laughs> which my job was literally to walk around and pick up, like, the empty beer pints. Yeah. <laughs> put them which... in the big tub and bring them to the dishwasher. Um, I was a nanny. I was a receptionist. I worked for a catering company. We did whatever small job we could to help afford living there so did you all live in like a flat together we did wow yeah that's awesome and um when i moved back i moved to boston and when i was at cornell i had worked in their campus visitor and information center so i gave i was a campus tour guide and you know i worked at the welcome center that they had so a passion of mine had always been helping people find the right fit for themselves. So when I moved back from the UK, I started working for a company in Boston that was um, a technical college. And I did recruiting for high school graduates. And these were, pardon me? I said, oh, wow. And these were high school graduates who, um, you know, were not four-year college material. They were not two-year college material. They were, their, their options looked pretty slim after graduation. So my job was to help them find a trade that worked. Yeah. So I, I, I worked uh, for this company for about a year and um, the Boston winters were just a little too cold for me. Yeah. I think it was like their snowiest winter on history. So um, I moved. Oh, chilling cold, <laughs> I know. Uh, and at the time my parents had retired and they moved to right outside Charlotte, North oh, Carolina. Okay. 
And so I like had, Rock Hill area? Or? Mint Hill. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And um, I had cousins in the Triangle area, so I moved to Durham. This is a little over a decade ago. And when I moved here, I started working for Strayer University. Oh, yeah. And I started as an admissions recruiter. So, um, you know, my career started in admissions and then developed from there. I ended up staying with Strayer for almost a decade. And I moved a ton with them. Um, you know, one of the easiest times to move in your life is when you're single or don't have a family yet or don't have a house yet. Along the way, I met my husband. One of the positions that I had with the university was in Charlotte, and he happened to also be in Charlotte. So we met through work and uh, kind of went on this, um, you know, new opportunities with the company moving spree yeah. over the next several years we moved to so i went from durham to charlotte and then charlotte to atlanta wow. and then atlanta to fort lauderdale you were living in some pretty hot cities though those you know cool places to live the neat thing was i i never would have moved to those cities on my own but there was the right job opportunity it was for the right promotional opportunity with the company and um you know it it fit at, at, the at that time in my life. So uh, after Fort Lauderdale, um, we moved to Alexandria, Virginia, still with the same company. And we were in Virginia for the longest amount of time. Most of those other cities were about a year or a year and a half. We moved to Alexandria, Virginia um, in 2010 and stayed there for five years. Wow. It felt like a long run. That's a long run. <laughs> After all the moving that we had done. Um, and along the way, you know, by now we had gotten married and my husband had left that company and gone to another company and I stayed with the university and, you know, was still very fulfilled in uh, what I was doing at work and the opportunities that were there and the growth that the company was having and the people I worked with. Along the way, we had our daughter, Sophie, who will be three in about two weeks. And we had talked all over this, the course of all these moves over the years about getting back to the triangle. He, my husband is an NC State grad. Mm -hmm. uh, he's in their wolf doctoral pack. program now, so he's a wolf pack through and through. Yeah, and, right everywhere. <laughs> and from the year that I lived in Durham, I, I always felt like this is such a great place to raise a family. So, you know, over the course of our career, we had talked a lot about how are we going to get back there? Like, what do we do? Do we both quit our jobs and move? Like, how does this work? <laughs> and my cousin and her husband moved in to a new neighborhood here in Chapel Hill. And when we came to help them move in, and literally when we came to help them move in, we thought, like, how do we get here? How do we make it happen? So our daughter was a baby then. And we came back down a couple weekends later for uh, 4th of July. And there was like a big neighborhood party. And we got to see my husband's buddies. We got to see my family. And we literally decided that weekend, like, let's buy that lot and build a house and move here and just oh. work it out. So we did. And that's how you got. And that's how we got back to Chapel Hill. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really um, great story. I, I always say to people, like, once you've lived here, all roads lead back, lead, lead back here. 
Yeah. It's like for some reason you have to get that. Yeah. And I remember when I was pregnant with my daughter, I used to always sing Carolina on my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, every time she hears it, we both sing it together. So it's um, it's true. Like once I left um, Elon and went back, I was always trying to figure out a way to get back here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. Um, so... I want to talk about Fit for Mom and how it came to be and, um, you know, how you first got involved and what you're doing now with this in Chapel Hill. So Fit for Mom is the country's largest pre and postnatal fitness programs for mothers. Mm-hmm. It actually started 15 years ago in San Diego by a woman named Lisa Druxman, who had her first child and she was a fitness professional. And she was just looking for ways to get out of the house with her new baby, get a workout. And she started working out in her neighborhood, doing stroller-based workouts. And soon some other women in the neighborhood saw and joined in. And that's how Stroller Stride started. It started by um, Lisa looking for something for herself and then finding a need within the community. And then... Over the next decade, it grew tremendously uh, to over, they they started to franchise and now there's over 250 franchise locations nationwide. Wow. They originally started with just stroller strides, which is sort of like a stroller-based mommy and me boot camp, baby or your child stays in the stroller and it's a total body workout for mom. So it's a, when we're outdoors, when the weather cooperates, it's a traveling class We always warm up in the same spot, and then we walk, jog, or run to a station and do strength training exercises. Oh, wow. We use resistance bands. So, you know, being outdoors keeps it fresh for baby. It's fun for moms. You're out of the house. They're Um, moving. Yep. You're traveling. And um, we do lots of fun. They do lots of fun things during class, singing songs to the kids or a bunch of silliness or bubbles or special stroller toys. Um. So along the way, as Fit for Mom was growing, they added additional programs beyond just stroller strides. They added another Mommy and Me type class, which is called Stroller Bar. It's sort of like Pilates meets a bar class meets yoga meets stroller strides, all wrapped into one. So um, the exercise, the concept is the same, but the exercises that we do uh, are different. It's more... um, Lower impact, but a lot of slow controlled movements to really get into muscles that get ignored, you know, when you're in a class that focuses on, you know, bigger, more powerful movements. They added a uh, prenatal class called Fit for Baby, Mm. and it's for moms who are expecting. It's an interval-based class that combines cardio and strength and core work. And they added a program called Body Back which is a kid-free class, and um, it offers high-intensity interval training workouts Mm -hmm. along with nutritional coaching, food journaling, before and after photos, fitness assessment, measurements. It's really a results-based program. Yeah. That's eight weeks long. Uh, And then if you're not in an eight-week session, the workouts can continue. And then most recently they added... um, a run coach certification program and race training. So uh, 
training for runs, training for community runs, anything from 5K up to marathon, uh, and also having that run club community. Yeah. So, you know, Fit for Mom Nationwide is really focused on building community, um, fostering relationships, raising healthy children, taking care of yourself as a person in addition to being a mother. Yeah. And... It's, it really goes back to the concept of a lot of people say, like, where did the village go? Yeah. You know, like, where did the village of motherhood go? It's in Fit for Mom. So finding ways to give moms the strength for motherhood, whether that's mm-hmm. the physical strength, the emotional strength, or the mental strength. Because it's tough. It is tough. You know, it's like the toughest job you'll ever have and the most rewarding you'll ever have. And you can even have a roller coaster morning or a roller coaster afternoon. Or everything. (laughs) Yeah. Which I used to have with my daughter. Um, But, you know, I think a community like this is so important because, you know, having um, had postpartum depression and kind of getting the fact that I was pretty much isolated and alone after Mm -hmm. my pregnancy, I think... um, I think if that had been available, you know, at the time that I had my daughter 20 years ago, you know, I'd be probably better, you know, I had to learn and really focus on taking care of myself. So I think having this as an option is absolutely amazing. You know, motherhood can be so all consuming to the point that you lose yourself in Mm -hmm. the journey. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that stroller strides existed before I became a mom. Um, I... My daughter was about eight weeks old. She's an October baby. So by December, you know, winter's setting in. I'm looking down the barrel of like a lot of long, dark days. <laughs> and, you know. Sun setting. Very, very <laughs> sun setting at 4 p.m. Like, yeah. It's over. Um, you know, after a long labor, a difficult recovery, postpartum baby blues. I personally was like a poster child for those scary mommy articles you read late night that are like things I should have known about becoming a new mom. (laughs) Five things. (laughs) And so I decided, you know, I I know I have to get out of the house. I have to meet like-minded women. I have to, you know, my life doesn't stop because of the baby. I have to find ways to now find my new normal. Yeah. So I Googled stroller running. This is when I lived in Alexandria, Virginia. Uh, I had been a runner before my daughter. So I Googled stroller running, hoping to find a run group of moms that ran with their babies and up popped stroller strides. And it said, you know, come for your free class. So on a whim, I signed up for the class the very next day. I did not know what to expect. Uh, I literally thought we were going to like walk and talk and drink coffee. <laughs> I was quickly mistaken when I got to class. And like they expect you to actually do a workout here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I put mascara on, like thinking, oh, I, maybe I should try to look cute. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I quickly learned that it is a great workout. And, you know, I felt proud just physically getting to class with my eight-week-old. I remember a, mo- a mom who was also going to the same class saw me in the parking lot and peeked in my stroller and said, oh my gosh, she's so tiny. Congratulations for being here. Good for you. <laughs> and I already felt like You've it's a win. I've done- it's a win. You know, somebody else has acknowledged that they know that this was tough for me to get here because 
packing the diaper bag, planning ahead, feeding the baby, feeding yourself. You forget something. Yeah. And just moving, Mm -hmm. you know, not just being stagnant. Yeah. And the instructor in the class was fit and feisty, and it was a great workout. It was tons of fun. And I left feeling really proud. Proud that I got a workout in, proud that I got out of the house, proud that I met some other women. And I had been really nervous before going. I thought like, what if I, what if I don't fit in? Or what if I don't talk enough? Or what if I talk too much? I haven't talked to another adult human other than my spouse and family while I was in this newborn haze. Yeah. And so I found Stroller Strides and it became something that really helped change the first year of motherhood for me. And along the course of my daughter's first year, I also found a mom run group that, uh, you know, moms would meet up together and go for training runs, whether they were training for a race or not. And I was surprised, number one, to find, oh, I'm still one whole person. Yeah. And, And Amy's still here. You know, I feel like, especially when you become a new mom, it's, you get, you're thrown for such a loop. You like lose that a little bit. Yeah. You forget you for, who you are. You forget like, where, like, where did I go? Well, I guess that's just how it is. It doesn't have to be how it is. But what I found is that I had to give myself permission to go find myself, you know, and give myself permission and shoot. My daughter's going to be fine home with my husband or with the babysitter, you know, and, and I would feel so much more refreshed and recharged and be better at being a wife, a mother, a friend. Absolutely. Daughter. Absolutely. So we, you know, we're planning to move to Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. And I immediately went online and looked for my village. I looked for Fit for Mom. I looked for Stroller Strides classes. I looked for Mom Run clubs. And they're here. They're just a little beyond driving distance with a little one. You know, they're in Durham, Cary, Apex, Raleigh. And they weren't really in Chapel Hill or Carborough yet. So, you know, along the way I had been looking for, for some thing that was meaningful to me in the mom market, uh, to go back, you know, to go back to work or to start my next adventure. And everything sort of fell in place with deciding to open fit for mom Chapel Hill and Carborough. I had been home with my daughter for the year unexpectedly, but by choice, my company, the university that I worked for before she was born had been downsizing every quarter. Really? And I was making the cut each quarter. So knock on wood that that kept happening, but they downsized again the week that she was born. And I had the unique opportunity to take a voluntary severance package. Hmm. And so I literally remember being in the delivery room, talking to HR about how does this (laughs) impact my my maternity leave? And, you know, how do we get everything squared away? But it gave me the opportunity to start over, start over and have the courage to, to leave. You know, when you are in the same company or same job for a long time, um, you know, I also feel like when you become a mom, you realize that you're so much stronger than you thought you were. Yeah. And you're the labor you're, alone. Right. You're capable <laughs> of so much more than you ever thought possible. So it was like the most conveniently timed thing that fell in my lap of being able to be home. And then from there, 
go into a new area of business. So you felt like this transition for you, because I'm, I'm always curious about that transition because so many people are, they identify with what they do for a living. You know, like being able to transition from being, you know, at this university to then being essentially an entrepreneur, right? How did you, how did you work that? Well, some of the concepts of what I was really passionate about in my university role carried with me into this new venture. Mm-hmm. So things like teamwork, um, exceptional customer service, having a great product, uh, community involvement, all those things I felt really excited about in my university roles you know, staff development, helping people feel well-trained and confident, helping our students feel um, like this was a good investment and it was going to get them to where they wanted to be. So sort of taking all of the, that business and operations background, also like making things really seamless behind the scenes for your customers so that they don't have to search to sign up for something or search to find something. I wanted to really make something that was streamlined and knowing that if the service is great, if the product is great, then we can go from there. You know, like whatever business it is, if the the product's not great, it's not worth your time or not worth your money, it's not going to go anywhere. So, um, for me, what was really exciting is to take those same passions that I had in the business world and put them into a completely different field that I was genuinely really excited about. Um, So it all kind of came together. It was my passion for motherhood, for business, for community, for fitness, wrapped up in a nice bow. Uh, So we... We moved here in January of 2015, and we had our first stroller strides class in March of 2015. And we, you know, had this grand opening class, and it went great, and I expected to just offer stroller strides for that first year. But, you know, along the way, we had some really talented women who were were coming to our classes who wanted to join our team. Hmm. So I started hiring instructors earlier than I had anticipated. I thought maybe I wouldn't hire until 2016, but you know, we had these great talented candidates. So we added to our instructor team that first summer and they all go through a formal fit for mom corporate training. And they also do live training with me before they're teaching their own classes. So they go to a place to actually train? Or? They do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Usually the training spot for this area is in DC. Uh, that summer, we happened to be able to have our corporate trainers come here to the Triangle, which made it a little more convenient for training. Um, but then by September, so by the time we had been open for about six months, we added Stroller Bar, that other type of Mommy Me class, and we added Body Back. We had our first Body Back session. Um, and we had a big, you know, free first class for Stroller Bar and 30 women there. Our first body back session sold out twice. I like, it sold out and then I had a couple women be like, can I, can I get into this? So I opened it for them. And then I had a couple more like, can I get into this? So I opened it for them. So, you know, by the end of 2015, after nine months of offering classes, I couldn't believe 
number one, at the great instructor team that we had, and number two, the number of programs we had already, and three, the, the amount of women that we'd already reached in such a short period of time. When we entered the new year, we added uh, race training programs. So uh, we had a couple of our instructors get certified as run coaches so that we could, we had a training program for the Tar Heel 10 miler Mm -hmm. and the Tar Heel four miler. And we had started weekend run club, you know, back in the fall, we just got together and we ran. So it sort of changed to our formal race training program in 2016. And then when we're not in a race training group, we still have regular weekend runs led by a run coach. So um, how do you deal with issues around body image with your clients? I mean, you know, with those that are really in your community, they're not really your clients, they're part of the community. I imagine that body image issues are um, pretty prevalent. So, you know, the culture of feeling strong and proud is something that we really talk about a lot in our classes. You'll never hear things like, let's get skinny, you know, let's, let's get beach bod ready. Let's, what diet are we on? You know, you'll hear things like, let's get strong. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't be fit and fast and lean and healthy. Um, We use the phrase mom strong a lot, you know, like Like in the middle of the night when you are so tired and you have to respond to your baby or your infant or your child who is crying and sick your mom's strong in that moment. Like you just plow through and you get it done, you know? Um, You know, really being strong like a mother. So we talk about this concept a lot in classes and we celebrate strength. We celebrate making progress. We don't necessarily focus on what pant size are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... And what that has created is you can have women in a class who are marathon runners or triathletes giving just as many high fives to their buddy next to them who never worked out before baby. So, you know, something I think that is really important is not having any clicks. Yeah. You know, motherhood is tough enough as it is, let alone feeling like, what if... I'm back in high school. I'm back in high school. What if nobody (laughs) likes me or what if I don't fit in? And all of our instructors started as clients. You know, I started as a client. So I never want our team to forget what it felt like to go to your first class. Because most of us are pretty gregarious and social as it is. And even we were nervous. And we're also yearning for something. Yeah. Not just coming there to exercise. We really want to belong. Yeah. So, you know, really focusing on let's let's get strong and fit and healthy for ourselves because we can't pour from an empty cup as, as women and as mothers, we are nurturers by nature. So we want to take care of our friends, our family, our neighbors, and we can only give so much if we've given nothing to ourselves. So it's the concept of, you know, there's a reason you got to put your own oxygen on mask on first before you help anybody around you. Because if you don't refill you're not going to be able to give as much as you want to give. You're not going to feel as good as you want to feel. Um, so it's really that whole concept. Shifting away from you know, negative self-talk. One of the things we talk about in our body back classes is talk to yourself 
how you would talk to your child if you're trying to build their self-esteem, right? So if your kid is, you know, studying for an exam or learning how to ride a bike and they, they keep stumbling and keep stumbling, we don't tell our children, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You can't do that. We would never say that. No, we would never say that. We would pump them up so much. So we have to do the same thing to ourselves. We have to be our biggest cheerleaders because, you know, the person who was our biggest cheerleader growing up probably doesn't live with us anymore. Right? Like our parents probably aren't there every day to yeah. tell us, hey, you're a superstar. Like, yeah, you can do You that. can do this, you know? So we have to retrain our thoughts to get out of the negativity or concerns about your body image. Like just do the best you can. Start where you are, use what you have and do what you can. Yeah, I think that's... That's really powerful because I feel like as women, we often beat up on ourselves all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you what kind of advice you'd have for new moms who are really kind of looking to rediscover their identity after having a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, I think especially when you become a first time mom, you hear that it's difficult well, for me anyway, I, you know, I heard it was difficult, but I didn't think it was going to be that difficult, right? Yeah, we always think. <laughs> and then you're doing it again. <laughs> I know. I knew the first time. I was, I was probably only going to be able to cut out to do this once. <laughs> you know, so I, I love people that have more than one child. <laughs> um, you know, first, giving yourself time to get adjusted, right? Like, you know, a, a lot of... A lot of women feel during their pregnancy, I got to get back so soon. I got to start running after six weeks when the doctor gives me there. I got to start, like, let's go, let's go. And, you know, give your body the appropriate amount of time to heal. You know, that's okay. And as you do go through this transition, know that you are not alone. Every other mother has been through the same thing. And I think that's something that really resonates within our Fit for Mom community because no matter what class you're in, there's someone else who has gone through what you're going through. No matter if it is the best thing or the worst thing, you know, if you have children who are teenagers, if you are a parent of multiples, if you went through fertility treatments, if you lost a child, we have this community of women who have been through it with you maybe not you know directly the the same but we have women who have gone through that own journey Mm -hmm. and come out on the other side you know especially being a being a younger mom and if you have a miscarriage yeah and you feel like what's wrong with my body right it was it can be really comforting to have other women in the class whose children are now teenagers mm-hmm. tell their story you know hey I, I had i had a miscarriage too or i lost a baby when the baby was 4 months old and you're going to get through this yeah. you know what i mean so um you know my best advice for new moms is know that you are not alone you're never alone even in the middle of the night when you're you're tired and like you feel like you're about to crack or it's the witching hours between 4 and 7 p.m. And you're like, my house must be the only house that doesn't feel awesome during these hours. <laughs> Every, everybody gets it. And having the courage to 
you know, be honest about it. Especially with social media these days, it's really easy to paint a super pretty super picture. Great picture. Everything is so perfect. Right. You know, and having the motherhood is real. That's one of the hashtags that we use, right? Like dishes in the sink. You're trying to corral your children to put their shoes on so you can get out the door, yeah, right? Not everything's clean. The struggle is real. The motherhood is real. And, <laughs> the you know, struggle is real. <laughs> knowing that you can, you can love your little humans or your big humans so incredibly much. Mm-hmm. And it does not make you selfish for wanting some time. To focus on you. Yeah. And, and like eliminating that type of guilt around really doing you is important. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the classes for the prenatal women. Um, and you mentioned that these women, they're also women with fully grown kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like my, my kids age in your classes. Um, what's uniting them? Like, what do you think is really uniting them? Is it, is it, community and exercise is it it sort of like if I was to come in one of those classes I'd have advice for everybody it would all be wrong but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely have a few things to say to folks I mean people you know I'm kind of old school with my parenting but um you know, I, I, I kind of want to know what the unity is between, like, my generation of mother and yeah. the newer generation yeah. of mother. Uh, well, I'll give you the example. We have a mom whose two daughters are 27 and 25. Wow. And she found us through our run club programs and race training. And, um, you know, from there, tried our candlelight yoga classes at the parlor chapel. And from there, tried body back. So she's sort of been in... A multiple of programs that have moms with babies, moms with kids in elementary school or teenagers. And I asked her one day, you know, I said, I know you have a lot of choices with where you decide to spend your time and where you work out. Why do you pick fit for mom? And she said, first of all, it's so fun. She's like, it is a great workout. It is super fun. And everybody is so welcoming. And it's such an empowering environment to be in. She's like, it is contagious, you know? So I feel like no matter what stage of motherhood you're at, being around other women, regardless of what age their children are, their home or not home, babies or not babies, you know, being around that energy, a lot of our clients joke like, this is the best Kool-Aid I've ever drank. I'm drinking this Kool-Aid. It is delicious, you know? Um, I love that. But I think it has a lot to do with culture yeah. because we're fortunate enough in Chapel Hill area to have a lot of choices with where we can work out. Right. Mm-hmm. And whether it's for the social aspect, the actual workout, the music, the camaraderie, you put all of that together and it's, a, it's like the experience that you are going in for, right? You're going for the workout, but it's also this whole other thing. We want you to leave feeling really proud of what the work that you did and we want to leave you re-energized to go be a mom yeah. you know we want to lift you up so that you leave feeling like i didn't feel like showing up today but i did i was just going to sit on the couch we're going to watch winnie the pooh for like four hours <laughs> but I, I got here and my day changed we have a mom who comes to our shoulder strides classes and our yoga classes and run club she's a mom of three boys they're ages four, two, and a baby. And um, she 
to every time I see her, she tells me this class changes the course of my day. She says, when I get here to Stroller Strides, my day is a thousand times better. I'm calmer. I'm more fun as a mom. I feel good about myself. I feel healthy. My kids are happier because they got outside and we saw cool things. And then they got to play with some buddies afterwards. You know, we have weekly free play groups after class on Friday. Um, And, you know, you get to chat. You get to talk with other moms, you know, about anything. Like, whatever's going on in your life. How deep or superficial it happens to be that day, you know? Um, And women also connect through our mom's night outs. We have a mom's night out once a month. We've done things like cooking classes at the Midway Community Kitchen. Oh, that's awesome. We made cocktails and appetizers. We've done paint nights at Wine and Design. We've done shopping events at Fleet Feet Sports. Oh, nice. Stand-up paddle boarding. Ooh, that's one of my favorite things to do. That was awesome. I love that. That was fantastic. Um, So, you know, we do things that let us connect outside of having our kids around, you know? Yeah. And do something that's just fun for us. So, um, you know, I think regardless of the stage of parenthood, we want to have an opportunity for every stage of motherhood yeah. that you're in. Um, this is kind of off of our planned kind of line of questioning, but um, in your quietest moments, what are you most proud of personally? That's a good question. Um, you know, it's funny because I don't, I don't often sit and think of what, I'm proud of for me, I usually, my thoughts usually go to what a great team we have, what a great community of women we have, and how proud I am of our instructors for working so hard to make awesome classes, and how proud I am of women who come to our classes regularly going up to a brand new mom who came to her first class and introducing themselves and giving her a high five. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of the community that we have created and I don't normally associate that with me. Even though it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I associate it. In, That's so mom-like. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I am really, you know, satisfied doesn't even come close. I'm really happy. Number one, that it helps connect people. Number two, that I was able to find something that let me work at home slash stay at home, you know? So Mm -hmm. when my daughter's not in preschool, she's home with me. So a lot of the times that means I'm doing some computer work while she's with me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I never thought that I, I always wanted to be able to stay home when my kids are little, but I never thought, I I thought I would like go crazy. I thought either like, (laughs) my kids would end up bananas or I'd end up bananas, you know? So I love that we've been able to find something that works for our family and that this business has become what it has in such a short period of time. Um, But it's funny because when I think about, you know, I always wonder like, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough for our clients? Am I doing enough for our community? Am I doing enough for our local partners? We have several local partnerships from OBGYN offices um, to, you know, activities for children like Jam and Baby or Renner Dance Studio or Tumble Gym 
or Fleet Feet Sports is one of our great partners, the Not So Normal Run. So I, you know, I'm constantly in this state of, am I doing enough for our team? Am I doing enough for our instructors and our clients? And what is important to them? And am I delivering on that outcome that they're looking for? And my promise to them. Right. Yeah. Um, I think you have a lot to be proud of. I mean, I think that transitioning into a new community is a really big deal. And then also building a community is a really big deal. Thank you. So, um... I'm very proud of you for that. Well, thank you. Thanks. It's nice to hear. Um, so are there anything, is there anything that you want to say before we close out? Um, and I really want you to also be able to tell people how to reach you. And You know, abs- absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, you know, our goal is to reach as many women that we can in the area. And they can learn more about our programs at chapelhill.fitformom.com. Chapelhill.fitformom.com, guys. We're also on Facebook, Fit for Mom Chapel Hill and Carborough. And uh, we're on Instagram as well as Pinterest. And our Pinterest boards are everything from different types of workouts to healthy meals for your family. Probably inspirational quotes. Yeah, ways to find peacefulness you know, in the middle of your chaotic day. Um, so, you know, regardless of what they're looking for, my hope is is that we find something for them that helps them feel empowered and supported as a mom and not alone. And we can have a heck of a lot of fun while we're on this journey too. I told you that my, uh, first of all, I'm not a downward dog person, but I will, I really want to go to candlelight yoga. It's amazing, Tanya. (laughs) I have to come only because I'm, I'm in love with candles. Yes. And I, I consider myself fairly flexible, but um, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually had a mom's night out. The way our candlelight yoga classes started is we had a mom's night out at the parlor. Mm-hmm. And um, it, we had like 100 people RSVP. So <laughs> we had to cap it because we couldn't fit Almost 100 people, people for yoga. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it like sold out. It was this... Mom's night out that we had last February, it sold out and we brought, you know, some snacks and drinks afterwards and kind of hung out. Everybody got to know each other. It was a great class and it was taught by one of our existing clients. Um, And then after the class, I had so many comments of, can we do this again? How do we keep doing this? So literally that night, the client who taught the class, Amy Flynn and I sat down and we talked about how do we do this? How do we make this a, a regular seasonal series? And so we started our first seasonal series last spring. All our seasonal series are capped at 30 people. We usually have over 20 women in the class. And it's magical in there. You know I what I mean? I imagine. The, the parlor the, itself is, ma- is The magical. space is magical as it is. I always joke, I just want to go and lay down on the yoga mat. You know, people, <laughs> people are usually like, if I start snoring over here, if I don't do any moves and just sleep on my mat... Um, but our instructor, Abby Porter, who is mom to Nora, who just turned one a couple months ago, ends every class with, um, a nice long Shavasana and lavender essential oil. Mm. So everybody jokes like, I'll take an extra dose of that oil, like, you know, (laughs) and I've had moms say that when they drive home from yoga, you know, maybe they drove home like hands a little bit clenched on the steering wheel because they had a rough day or they left their kids screaming at home with their husband or their babysitter. 
And when they drive home, they're like, I usually have people honking at me because I'm going so slow. slow. <laughs> I got the windows down, the breeze in my hair. I feel like good. it's so good, <laughs> you know? And it's on Wednesday nights. So it's sort of like the thing that can get you through. There's something to look forward to midweek, and then it gets you through the rest of the week. Um, And we have a lot of women who, you know, that's their thing. Like they just do yoga with us, and um, they've gotten stronger, more flexible. Injuries have gone away. So, you know. I'm there. I'm going to try to uh, put it on my calendar for next week. We'll hook you up. I really would like to. I really would like to. well, I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for I having me. This was a lot of fun. Um, we've talked about how to reach you. Give them the email or the um, web address again. The web address again is chapelhill.fitformom.com. You can also email me directly if you have questions at Amy Rosso, R-O-S-S-O, at fitformom.com. Or our phone number, which is on our website as well, is 919-913-9031. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. This was fun. I learned a lot. I really did. Um, and I hope you guys did too. You can follow me on Twitter at giftgoddessnc. And make sure to, dis- to subscribe to What We're Made Of on iTunes or your favorite podcast service. And don't forget to check me out on tanyataylor.com. Thank you.